Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Robbie Knox and I'm the landlord of the Moon Underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Hello and welcome back to The Moon Underwater with comedian Chloe Petz creating her... <laughs> oh, sorry, Robbie. <laughs> I mean, the fact that most of it went in your face undermines that slightly. <laughs> we are creating um, Chloe Petz's dream pub here um, and some great choices so far. Before the break, Dan uh, began his pub quiz and now it's time for us to do the answers. Down. Yes, so uh, uh, pets theme this week. Um, first question. I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too, said someone once. But what's the name of the little dog they're referring to? Absolutely no idea. It's Toto. It is Toto, that's right, <laughs> from the Wizard of Oz. That was uh, the Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, do you know what kind of dog Toto was? Oh, yes. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> It's a Cairn Terrier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was actually it was actually a girl dog playing a boy dog. Oh. Um and then that real name was Terry. I can't tell if that's progressive or yeah, I appropriation. Don't know. I'm not sure, I don't know. yeah. Not sure. A girl dog playing a boy dog. Yeah. Uh, I think that's in the right way. Find that way round. It's the right direction. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Play on. Fine. Yeah. Um, we don't have to cancel. Toto's cancelled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this it's all about progression. This is probably probably in the opposite way, okay. uh, Tota uh, Terry in real life got $125 per week to work on The Wizard of Oz, which was um, double what the singing munchkins got. Oh. That's it's not great, is it? Yeah, not, no, it's, it's not yeah. good per yeah. se. Yeah, um, uh, there's, there's quite, I won't, I'll, there's another story that I've heard Greg Davis say about, um, about the Wizard of Oz, which I'll t- also tell you at the end. Right, can't wait. <laughs> a lot of stuff to chat about. Don't think we should be telling you. Should we just go one. pub? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, another pub. Just yeah, runs, yeah. Yeah. runs out the window, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well done. Okay, uh, question two. Susan begat 14 generations of animals called things like sugar, sherry, bee, buzz, pickles, tinker, rufus, diamond, kelpie, disco, cedar, pundit, heather, jasmine, and holly. But what specifically are all those famous pets and who did they belong to? Any ideas? Do you have an idea? I've got an idea. You go first. I've got an idea, okay. but this is just conjecture. Yep. Is it in the last one of the Chronicles of Narnia? 
Is this wrong? No. Yes, it's wrong. Yes. Oh, okay. I yeah. think <laughs> I think Susan's the Queen's first ever corgi. Oh, very good. Yeah, given to her on her 18th one, one. birthday. Really good. Tense. And uh, she named all the corgis. Even if she was giving them away, she used to give them away, but she would name them first. And apparently she had a corgi graveyard at Sandringham. Oh. 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 Yeah. Like a very posh version of yeah. Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, finally, Larry the Tabby Cat has lived at 10 Downing Street since 2011. So how many Prime Ministers at the time of recording has he seen off so far? Have you got an idea? I think it's four. I think it's... Oh, hang on. Seen off. Seen off. So I ha- I've got five, but one of them is Rishi. Yeah, but he's still in, yeah, so that would sorry. be four. Yeah, but then I think maybe I've forgotten don't, one. Don't overthink it. Four, four, <laughs> yeah, four is correct. Yes. Cameron, May, Johnson, Johnson. Johnson. Trust. Trust. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's a solid defensive partnership in it. That yeah. back four, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a um? Is there a, um, a bonus question so that maybe one of us could... Okay, I have actually got a final question. Have you? Yeah, just in case. Um, I expect that. I can see the competitive so, thing coming so that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be it's a winner. It's 2-2. We've never done this before. I just yeah. love quizzing. Yeah. Um, okay. Which combat sports movie, which claimed Best Picture at the Oscars, featured a dog called Butkus? Can you go again, please? Which combat sports movie? So it's a sports movie, but it's a the sport is a combat sport, and it won Best Picture at the Oscars. Featured a dog called Butkus in a you know, in a small role. I've in a small a, I've role. I've got a guess. I've got a guess too, but it doesn't match up. Like I think the only. The only combat sport movie that I can think of that has won an Oscar is Million Dollar Baby. Oh, I've got a different one. But they wouldn't have a dog in it called Buckkiss because that is not the tone of the film. No. Maybe it didn't even win an Oscar. I think it, no, it did. Yeah. I think you're right, but it's not that. Okay, well, that's not my answer then. I, the only combat sports movie I can think of that won an Oscar, I've got no idea if it's got a dog called Buckkiss in his Rocky. I think, I think you're right, yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That was like the gritted teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could have had the draw. I feel like yeah. you could have it I could have had the draw. And, but I, yeah, my answer wasn't Million Dollar Baby, but I did say it, so I can't argue with yeah. that, you know. And this is the thing about being competitive. You have to be gracious in defeat. Exactly. And okay. just, um, you know, when the podcast stops recording, go to the toilet and um, smash it up and scream. Yeah. <laughs> and scream, okay, and you can clear that up. <laughs> Um, Stallone, it was actually Stallone's real dog. Butkus. And before, yeah, Buckkiss, named after Dick Buckkiss, who was a, a big a football player. <laughs> Dick Buckkiss. I mean, it's great. Me and my brother, from watching Rocky when we were kids, called each other Buckkiss because it sounded like Buckkiss. Uh, yeah. Buckkiss. <laughs> I came from that. But, um, Mr. and Mrs. Buckkiss, you've got quite an embarrassing name. Yeah, what are you going to yeah. call your son? Dick. And uh, so it, it was his dog, and he was really struggling before Rocky, and he just didn't have any money so he actually gave that sold the dog to a family but he promised Buckkiss that if he ever made it they'd go first class and he'd get him involved and when they made Rocky they didn't have any money and and it was there was supposed to be a he was supposed to have a, a dog and he was like 
like if we've got the money to make the movie, we haven't got a lot. We can't afford the, the, the fee to get a proper trained animal was too much yeah. for the thing. So he went back to the family or six months later and begged for Bucker's back. And they were like, well, oh God, all right then. And then he flew in first class to Philadelphia for the for the shooting. And yeah, so he kept his promise. It's quite a sweet story. And um, how much did Buckus get paid in I don't comparison know how to the much. munchkins? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. the metric I go by. Yeah. Didn't Rocky beat, you know films, Dan. Mm. Didn't Rocky beat loads of other well-known films it did. for Best Picture? Uh, I, it wasn't and that, I like actually that looked it up and I did it down. Yeah. Um, All the President's Men. Oh, yes. Mm. Taxi Driver. Wow. Taxi Driver. Oh, Network. Yes, that's it. And Bound for Glory. I don't know. But, um, that's a great... That's a great performance. That's yeah. a real underdog story, isn't it? It that? is. I mean, in the film and in the and the awards, I watched it actually um, in the last twelve months. I've watched it for years. It's good. Okay. It's, it's good. But it's, maybe it's, if Taxi Driver had a dog called Buckus, yeah, would have done. Yeah, the, it's a bit mad. That Taxi Driver didn't win that. Isn't better. It? Yeah, it's quite crazy. Yeah. Uh, you get two spirits in your moon underwater, Chloe. What's going to be your first choice? Yeah, I'm not a massive spirits drinker actually, um, but I have started trying to. For health reasons, if I'm on a big night out where I'm drinking a lot, switch after a few beers to a gin and tonic because it rehydrates you as it gets you pissed. And for me, that's great because <laughs> it it means the next day your hangover isn't going to be as bad. And it's pretty delicious. Um, so, yeah, for, it's, it's a gin and tonic. Yeah. Uh, no specific gin dealer's choice it's what i always is what i always say um but yeah and i'm not a massive connoisseur like i'm sure i'm sure if i had like a good gin that someone's like this is a good gin i'd be like yeah that tastes like a good gin but i want one of the ones that you have with a bit of fruit rather than a bit of cucumber yeah okay. that's what i know hendrix is your cucumber one isn't it don't want that's it. what they always did it felt a little bit like when they started making people drink cider with ice in it like a gimmick do you know what I mean? That Excuse was, me. That was that, that mag, when Magnus and that came out, it was cider with ice. And right, right. One right. of those sort of drinking. Trip, a pint gimmicks. of ice with some cider in it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it came out then or where, when it came to prominence. Mm. That was the, the, the thing um, people would drink. Have you got a favourite gin, Dan? I quite like, uh, is it, it's a Japanese one called, is it Roku? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I think I've had that before. Yeah, that's nice. And you're yeah. supposed to have that with a with a with a sliver of um, fresh ginger. Oh yeah, and no, I have had nice. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um, a big fan of that. Oh, maybe that's my answer then. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah, big fan of that. Do you, you know um, how the how the gin and tonic came about? No, no. So um, they started drinking sort of tonics got quinine in it. So in the 19th century, early 19th century. Oh, I didn't century. know how this, I didn't know this actually. Yeah. I'd like to change my answer to yeah. show yeah. <laughs> um, And it sort of helps ward off malaria. So when Brits oh, wow. were sort of colonizing the rest of the world and they were in hot countries, they would, it would help to have tonic water because of the quinine. And then it got mixed with, with gin. And Churchill said, the gin and tonic drink has saved more Englishmen's lives and, and minds than all the doctors in the empire. I'd... Agree with yeah. Churchill on that because I'm using gin and tonics in exactly the same way, right? Where I'm like, yeah. I want to drink, but I don't want to die. Yeah, it's <laughs> medicinal. So can you have both? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So so if I switch out some of the beers for some of the G and Ts, that's I, I think that's up in my life expectancy by at least seven years. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely my favourite of the spirits gin. I really like it. I, I'm 
I've got quite an extensive gin selection. Oh, really? I like having yeah. lots of gins. And then I'd, if I have things at my house, well, I had I used to have a FIFA tournament with friends. Yeah. And I'd just tell everyone if they bring a nice bottle of gin, they can have unlimited gin for the day. Because you're never going to drink a whole bottle. And then it means you get loads of different types of gin from people like that. So I've, got, I've acquired a large amount of got gin. about 20 or 25 yeah. bottles. That's really nice. Some of my favorite gins, Silent Pool, I think is lovely. It's quite mm. expensive. It's very nice. Sibling, I really mm-hmm. like. Um, which might be Scottish. I'm not sure. And what's, near me, Norfolk gin. Absolutely lovely. Is it good? Okay. Really good. Yeah. All favorites. right. Maybe that will be my new thing. I'll try and do a bit more of an exploration of the gins. But I guess like, you know, where I'm talking about having gin is if if I'm on a night out. So you, your kind of selection isn't really available to you. So maybe what I need to do is start getting into like, you know, specific gin drinking the way that I would drink a pale ale. Maybe, that, maybe I'll try that out. Yeah, I think it'd be nice if you went into a pub and you said gin tonic, please. Obviously, I'll, I'll have na- name of specific gin. They go, we haven't got that, and you'll go, oh, leave it then. So, yeah. <laughs> just, just oh, I suppose real. I'll have a neck oil. Yeah. Will yeah. I? Yeah. In that case, thirteen pints of neck oil. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a go. Surely that will. Actually, help. I did have that one time where um, uh, I went into the Soho Theatre and Zoe Ashton was in there, the actor. And she was with a friend and they were both like, I don't know, like six foot three, like look like models wearing these incredibly like fashionable clothes. And, you know, have you ever like the people have walked in and they have like an aura and you're like, wow, this, these people are like, cele- these people yeah. are celebrities, they have star quality. And she ordered a um, gin martini and I for, she left the bar and I went, I'm having a gin martini because um, that's what I drink now. Yeah, Because okay? I'm now. like that. That's what I drink. I have one sip of it, put it down, ordered a pint. <laughs> Not for you, Not gin for, martini. However, however, my next choice actually is a vodka martini. Okay. Wonderful segue. Thank you. I thought I would t- I would take control of the podcast because yeah, someone needed to. Someone, I know, it's, it's, it's a long time coming and are you free every week? <laughs> no, that yeah. was a cheap joke. I think you're doing a wonderful job. <laughs> Thank um, you. So I'm now, now that my sort of taste has matured, I really enjoy uh, vodka martini. Are you meant to have vodka with a twist or with an olive? Oh, I don't, I think you can choose, I think. Dan, I did, well, Dan? I did, I did a little bit of sort of martini um, uh, research. And and it, I mean, people can be very specific about how how they have their martinis, yeah, and very sort of this is the only way. Yeah, but really, it's up to you, whatever you like. But I think it's so cool. So I've, as I say, I, I in my early twenties could not get on with martinis, and my girlfriend loves martinis, and um, she will have I think vodka with a with a twist, to the point she was at a wedding the other week that I couldn't make but they wouldn't serve her a martini so she ordered a shot of vodka a shot of vermouth <laughs> and a glass of ice and then just <laughs> shook, shook up herself her and made made her own one why wouldn't they do that why wouldn't they I don't know you know it's wedding yeah. sometimes it's like you could only have this yeah. this this but um she's really got me onto it and uh yeah it's it's a really lovely drink isn't it it's it's like um really clean and yeah, you just feel classy. And there's something amazing about 
um, I like being around a bunch of friends who are maybe a bit more reprobate and you're at like a posh place. <laughs> and then and then you go to the to the waiter, I'll have a martini. I like it with vodka and a twist. And everyone thinks you're like yeah. the, like a wow. connoisseur of alcohol. Who is this? Yeah. Who's is this Zoe Ashton? <laughs> <laughs> Zoe so Ashton. She seems to be like her in every way. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so I'm banging to martinis now which is really not something I expected to have in my life. I love a martini, but I love a gin martini. I, know, I hope we can still be friends here. I hope this isn't going to be a, an issue. Um, but I like my, since I was, I lived in Vancouver, I mentioned this in the pod before, but I lived in Vancouver in the late 1990s. And at the time they had a martini craze where everyone, Canadians love a craze. Like it, was, <laughs> it was swing dancing and martinis at the time. <laughs> and ever since then, I've, um, whenever I go to a new city, if I'm visiting somewhere, I've never been to before, I'll try and find the highest hotel bar or whatever bar to get a view over the city and drink a nice little gin martini. That's really lovely. Thank you. Yeah, it's really nice. You sit there and I still remember some great ones. I remember being in Boston, just with a martini. Do you mind if I take that? Please do. And But then when I say it next time to people, I'm not going to credit you. Is that no, okay? that's fine. That's okay, fine. Great. Yeah. Just credit Zoe Ashton. Okay. There's this thing that I do when I go to a new city. <laughs> where I find the highest hotel. It's <laughs> just a thing I do. It's just a thing I do. I've got my accent spot on as well. Thank you, yeah. Yeah, um, and the way you flick your hair, I do yeah, a little yeah, hair flick yeah. as well. Um, yeah, that's lovely. I really like that. Yeah. 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 Will you be adopting it without actually ever doing it? Or will you actually do it as I well? think I'll actually do it. I'm quite into like... Um, like rituals yeah. around food and drink where it's like, yeah, the Friday night pint or the yeah. like, yeah, I, I, you know, I go to the pub on a Tuesday night and read a book for an hour, like that sort of thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I like, yeah. yeah, the, the ritual aspect of it, I think is, is, is great. And I think that's why like, as well, I've been able to like reduce my drinking slightly because I feel like having a non-alcoholic beer fulfills the ritual as much as, so if like you've had a big week of drinking and you're just like, I need, a night off yeah. I still feel that like that ritual mm. has been yeah attained I did it in 2005 in Istanbul right before the Champions League final Liverpool. were you there yeah oh my god no way yeah, it was so good was it like the best yeah. night of your obviously, whole entire yeah, life I think yeah. it's like one of my favourite football matches I've ever watched and I'm a Crystal Palace fan and yeah. I watched it on my sofa at home yeah I was sat with John Scales who used to play for Liverpool and he um, and we were and we were with a group of other people and he Half time, it was always quite miserable. But I, was, I was, remember saying, you know, if we get one goal yeah, yeah, early yeah, yeah. on, it might be all right. It was, yeah, it was what incredible. was it like? Oh, I've got tingles just thinking yeah. about the carnage that must have been. I remember so clearly when in the penalty shootout, when I think Shevchenko, the last one, when he's stepping up to take it, I remember just oh. the noise in the stadium. Oh. I remember just turning around saying, There's no way he's going to score. So he's going to miss because it was so loud. And no matter how good that, there's no way you can block that out. I got. Goosebumps yeah, I've got goosebumps thinking about. Oh yeah. my god, that must have been incredible. It was so good. Yeah. Was it like height of soccer M as well? So yeah, was you getting recognised just constantly? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Not. Um, I, can't, I can't remember really. I, I, People probably thinking yeah. about other things. PlayStation had taken us out there, so we were in the posh bit. So it wasn't as much probably. But oh right, still, right, right, right. Oh my god, it was oh, so good. I want to grill you on that. That's yeah. One of the greatest games of football to have ever well, been played. After Neil, who I worked with at Soccer Neil Smythe, we, um, my, my great memory of that is it had been one of the greatest games ever. And afterwards, we were, we were in, in the sort of hospitality bit thing after discussing, oh my God, that was just talking about the game. <laughs> and Neil was with, rather than discussing this kind of match, was 
He'd found a PlayStation and he was rapping to some Run DMC <laughs> game that he found. <laughs> what? what Mate, come, come over here. What are you doing? So How long did the party last? <sighs> quite, quite a while. I mean, like I was, days. Yeah. No, because you're flying back the next day and it was right, quite right. a. That was horrific. It was like a round flight. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as I went to the Athens one when we lost again to Milan like two years later. And that was Athens Airport the day after we'd lost was the worst. Been. It was like everything was delayed. It was just people crowded into the airport. I was like, oh, I surrendered. Istanbul, though, I, I think one of the two, I saw Maradona just randomly walk off the wow. Just on his own. Just stood around looking for looking for someone meeting. I'm going, Maradona. Oh, there's Maradona. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Oh, my yeah. God. I Yeah, I think if like England men or women's ever win the world cup then i'm partying for five days straight you, you'll find me in some bush just yeah yeah five days after like, that was that was the best <laughs> best five days of my life would it be similar vibes that um that rob beckett did you see those stories was it during the yeah that, that was that was i think good. it would be like big time those kind of vibes like i went to the women's euros and i was like absolutely buzzing but i'd only got a ticket last minute so yeah. i went on my own so that there's there was less of that party atmosphere. And I met up with Maisie Adam after, but she had to go home and record a podcast the evening, just <laughs> steaming oh, drunk. And, um, but so that, that didn't go that didn't go off. But I think, yeah, if the women had won the World Cup when I, when I was in Scotland, I wouldn't have. Yeah. See, my oh, family are all from Glasgow, sort of way. So I support Scotland at international football. Oh, really? Sort of so it's the, it's the sort of reverse of the Liverpool thing, sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, yeah. No, it's really worse. But that's quite... I always say this is quite good being a Scotland fan because we've never got past the first round of a of a competition, Euros or World Cup. Like any team that qualifies is the joint best team ever. So yeah. all you need to do is get through the next round. It's the best ever yeah, 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 yeah. performance sort of thing. I mean, oh, you. So if England won a World Cup, you wouldn't be like a bit happy. No, do you know what happens every time? I know we're getting slightly off topic here, but every time I, I want it. I'm not a sort of. Anti-English would be weird living living here. I'm, I want England to do well. It's better atmosphere in the country and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And during the course of the tournament, I get ground down by people having a go at, oh, where is Scotland? And yeah, all this yeah, sort of yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. by the end of it, I'm cheering on Germany in a penalty shootout. Yeah, yeah. So right. fair. It starts off with the best intentions and it... Yeah, sorry. Anyway. I don't blame anyway. you. <laughs> um, so to sum up, vodka martini. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to yeah. try and equalise on the pub quiz? Yeah, well, I'll give you a chance. You can't just Chloe's start again. the guest. Yeah, sure. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, someone um, else is getting yeah. competitive now. <laughs> okay. So, James, I'd, I mean, this is just a 50 50. I wouldn't okay. have known this. Okay. In the James Bond books, yeah. he doesn't always order vodka martinis or gin martinis. He orders both. Right. Which one does he order more often? And it's close. So what does he order in the films? Vodka. So he says... So I'm going to say gin because I think it wouldn't be a question if it was just vodka. Okay. So you're saying... What are you saying? I'm going to say gin. Well, I'll say vodka then. You've equalised. (gasps) 3-3. In the books, books he orders 19 (laughs) vodka martinis to 16 gin martinis. So was that what you were Googling the whole time we were talking about football? Uh, no, I, no, I, I, I did that on Tinder. Right. I did that research earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just looking for a date. Um, right, Chloe, every week Dan here asks the listeners for a suggestion to add to your pub. Mm. Uh, we've got one today, but you don't have to accept it. You can, okay. you can fully reject it. 
Don't think about their feelings. Just, just. <laughs> don't worry, I won't. Don't let them destroy, they destroy they your pub. Dan, who have we got today? It's Alex today. So have a listen. See what, see what you think of Alex's suggestion and accept or reject. Great. Hi, guys. This is Alex. My suggestion for the pub would be a politics room. Now, bear with me. I hate more than anything listening to, you know, the table next to me in a pub, moaning about the government, moaning about the prime minister, moaning about NHS spending. I don't want to hear it in a pub. We come to the pub to escape the stresses of everyday life. So if you want to talk politics, great. But we send you to the politics room where anyone who wants to talk about politics can go there and put the world to rights while the rest of the pub can talk nonsense and enjoy our evening. Thanks. And that politics room has become a podcast called The Power of the Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they can record it. Yeah. Yeah. Just a bunch of insults. Yeah. <laughs> what I will say is, um, started badly that. I thought, Alex, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah your first at the beginning was... was yeah, you yeah, looked disgusted. You were like, openly second by Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it was because as well, like, you know, sometimes when you accidentally like say, hi in a really like posh way yeah. i was like oh god here's a here's an oxford graduate who wants us all to talk about politics <laughs> alex you surprised me okay and i'm sorry that i prejudged you i think that's a wonderful idea and i think it would it will weasel out a lot of those boring blokes that have listened to like one episode of navara media and now think they're some kind of <laughs> socialist free thinker so yeah whack them in a room lock the door tight I'm having a politics room in my pub. Thank Lovely. you. Wow. I don't use it. I mean, I, maybe it's just the places I go. Um, is it a big issue? I mean, do we do we, do we hear a lot of politics chat in pubs? But it's not even that it's like, it's not even that it needs to be a big issue. Like one person could sour the whole vibe. Yeah, fair. So I think even if we don't utilise the politics room that much, yeah. as long as we've got the option of whacking the people in there that, that would yeah. want that. And Actually, it shouldn't be a nice room, should it? Quite sparse, I think. Like and quite brightly lit. Yeah, quite hard chairs. Hard chairs, <laughs> brightly lit. Um, oh, what yeah. about this? Uneven tables. No access to Google. Yes. So it has to. It all yeah, yeah, has to yeah. be from you're arguing from your brain rather than. Yeah. From well, that's the thing is now I think about it. I when I certainly when I lived in Kent, there was quite a lot of um, people sat at the bar having loud politics conversations and often factually very incorrect um so so having no google will create that wonderful not lack of ability to, to check things and what, add to the frustration yeah. what about like one person with google who's like the arbiter that sits in there across the whole evening and just like, like, like bbc fact check yeah fact checks yeah. and every time someone says something wrong they ding your bell yeah and um, throw a pint in your face. Throw a pint in your face. <laughs> or they just ding the bell and go wrong. Yeah. And then do the correction. And I don't think any conversations would get anywhere then because and people will be so frustrated people because they just I, sit in silence for a bit and then walk back to the other bar le yeah. having learnt their lesson. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Rehabilitation as well as great idea. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Alex. I mean, it's a horrible job to be that arbiter though. Yeah, but you get paid for it. Yeah. There are worse jobs. Your, your staff can take turns. Yeah, I thought Chloe was going to list a selection of worst jobs. There. Yeah, no, I was, I was about to, and then I was like, this could get very offensive. Uh, po podcast host of <laughs> of food and drink podcasts, yeah, yeah, yeah. daily mails all over. Them. Yeah. <laughs> 
great. Well, accepted. If you've got a suggestion for something that could go into a future pub, you can email me, robbie at moonunderpod.com with your artistic vision. Not sure why I get emailed and then they go to Dan, but Dan's not important enough to have his own email address. You get to add a CD or mini disc to the pub jukebox. Um, I think um, it's got to be all killer. It's got to be banger water wall. But I think it's got to be like... Are those bands? <laughs> the, the bangers, <laughs> the walls to walls and the killers. That yeah, last yeah, one yeah. is actually one. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, for me, it's got to be like good good enough background music, but then every now and then you'll have one where you're like... Oh, yeah. That's a tune. And do you like to have music in pubs? I don't mind it. I, I don't mind it as long as it's not like too loud and oppressive and as long as they yeah. turn it off when the football's on. Thank you very much. Mm. Um, you want commentary on for the football? Commentary on yeah. for the football, please. Thank you. Loud. Uh, loud. Yep. I don't want to be having an independent thought. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I'm going Kate Bush's Hounds of Love. Oh. Yeah, great. Lovely. Yeah. I just remember... My mates played it on their record player when we had dinner once and I was just like, this is the perfect background music because like you can kind of like gently tune in and be like, oh, this is so good. It's just nice to have it on, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nice being there. Um, but it's not like overpowering or overpressive and it's yeah, quite moody and atmospheric. Again, I'm all over this pub. Really? It's, it's a great It's a really great pub. Great pub. So Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, presumably you're having... You're having TVs and football on this pub. Yeah, sorry. That's, sorry no, to be... No, no, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. You have to apologise because it's your pub. Thank yeah. you. It's like, if you don't like it, don't go. It, so, yeah, exactly. Get out of town. Are you going to have TVs showing BBC Parliament and politics room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, actually. What could we show them? What could we show them that we would... Um... <laughs> it's really old, small TVs. It's right in the top <laughs> corner yeah. of the room. Yeah. Or live streams of... I forgot what the initial podcast was called. We'd Power of the Jinx. Power, Power of the, the Jinx. Jinx. Live streams of the Power of the Jinx. <laughs> um, which I can visualise really clearly what the people look like. Most it, I think. My first post-divorce pint. The gin I had in Hull. My nan's homemade buckfast. The rum I drank with Liz Hurley. The lager I stole from the pigeon detectives. Now it's time, uh, Chloe, for a drink in time. And this is where the moon underwater will transport you back through time to enjoy a drink you've had in the past at an occasion of your choosing that you can relive. What are you going to pick for that? One of my favourite days slash weekends of all time was I went to um, Munich with my friend Ryan. Ryan's actually the person that introduced me to neck oil all those years ago. And um, we were going to go see the band Future Islands. And on the day that we were going to see them, we... We, we like I think we had some lunch or something and then we stopped into a pub and we were like should we just have a pint here and the waiter we ordered our pints and then the waiter said don't order that we've just opened this barrel which is made of like um like cherry wood or something of this like um lager which has been aged in this barrel like we've just opened it I think you should drink that and he brought us out a pint and it was one of the most like crispest, most delicious oh. lagers I've ever drunk. And we stayed for four. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we were like really drunk walking to the to the Future Islands gig. And we went through through a park 
and we went over a little bridge and Ryan had played um, oh Javert in Les Mis in one of his school plays and he sung the whole of the song that Javert sings, you know, on the edge of the building before he's going to throw himself off. Um, and he, he sang Spoilers it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And he just sang it at me. And it was, I, I, I don't know if it was beautiful in reality, but to me, I was like, this is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. And then wow. we carried on walking and we went to the gig and it was like, because Future Islands aren't as big there, like, it was like in this kind of cool warehouse. And um, we just like, the Germans are quite like subdued in the way that they they dance, but we absolutely gave it. And um, yeah, it was amazing. We were so near to the front, and like, I don't know whether I again whether I was just drunk. I mean, I've imagined this, but because we were the only ones giving it, I feel like the lead singer was like giving it a bit back to us. It was it was a wonderful day. That's an amazingly wow. vivid picture you painted there. That does sound absolutely incredible. And those, I love it when you get pubs that provide those unexpected moments of brilliance. Like, you know you're going to have a pie and it'd be nice, but then something like that happens and it just raises the bar massively. And then, like when you, someone has been so uh, comfortable in their own knowledge of the booze that they serve that they're like, I know that you will like this. I know this is the right decision to make. The wa the waiter making that decision for us. I'm like, that was, that was amazing. Like sort of beer sommelier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just like, you're going to like this. That, I think, that is one of the great things about pubs actually is is like it's nice to go to a pub that you know and you're you're aware of what you're going to drink and you know you're going to meet there but something like that where that's kind of the beauty of them is that every every pub is different yeah and you go to one like it's great that you just went we just saw a pub yeah and decided to go in at random and then all those things happened off the back of that one decision. It's oh. like that's the that's the magic of them, isn't it? I think. Yeah, and we were just so happy. And then we got a McDonald's later. It was a great day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, now it's time to find out Chloe's dream pub companion. That is only for those of you who have purchased the Moon Underwater Patreon. If you want to find out about it, you can subscribe at moonunderpod.com. For the rest of you, back after this short break. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are barred. Welcome back to all the non-patron people. Great answer there from Chloe. Uh, And now we are talking about not what you're putting in your pub, but what you're putting out your pub. You get to bar something from your version of the moon underwater and what will it be chloe betts well i think i'm taking something out but i i I guess i guess i'm putting something back in because um i'm i'm being destructive but then i'm trying to be creative in that i'm getting rid of the sort of free form every person for themselves cue um at the, at the bar because i just i find people are so selfish at the bar where when i get to the bar I'm kind of looking around in my peripheral going, okay, this person was here before me, this person's come here a bit after. I sort of vaguely know where I am in the queue and I'm going to be very respectful. I'm going to be saying, yeah, you go ahead. But no one else affords anyone else that level of respect and it really riles me up, gets on my wick. Um, so what I'm suggesting is maybe that we create like um, like a post office system. Cashier number two, please. Yeah. That sort of vibe. Or like a ticket system. Yep. Love it. Like, Something like, like that. a butcher counter and a supermarket. Butcher counter. I love that. I love that butcher counter as well because I feel like some people might criticise this policy by saying like it lacks a bit of tradition. It's trying to take, you know, something quite, um, uh, you know... Um, British, I guess. British, yeah. but we're cures, yeah. I guess, yeah. but just not the in British the pub. British pub is a sort of different thing, yeah. A free-for-all. But I guess if you put like the butcher kind of... Um, uh, tradition in mm. there then you're just taking another british tradition um, and transposing it yeah. into a place that needs it most i i, I think that would be great like, like you've got to get around you get up you can just take your ticket and go oh, i'll come and sit down until that till i'm called yeah and then maybe you've got what 10 or 15 seconds to get to the bar before bang the on. next number yeah. bang on yeah. yeah i think you've got you've got to be paying attention you've yeah. got to be looking at all times yeah, yeah i love that I think I think I love that from myself. I, is, I, love, I love what I've done. Um, no, I think I think that's fabulous. It is it is a pet peeve of mine. I I'd like to think I've got terrific bar manners. I think I will always look around. Sometimes I might not have paid attention. Might yeah. make mistakes. And I accept sometimes you'll see someone you think they just haven't noticed. Absolutely, that's fine. But if someone comes in next to you, oh. and then yeah, you know, you're like what. What would you scum say something? Are you? Would you say, would you, mate, come no, on, like I'm, that? I, never, very, never. if I've had a drink, I'll, I might, I'll say you're better than that <gasps> in a light hearted way. If it's someone I don't think will kill me, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just say, come on, you're better than that, mate. You're better, like, yeah, I've done okay, that once yeah, or twice, yeah, yeah. but not that's, that's that, a nice in a sort word, of jokey yeah. way. I've done it, but adding on to that, what I despise most is if you then say they were there first to someone and then the bar person doesn't come back to you <gasps> yes and they go to someone else yeah that's dreadful the other thing the other issue i have in this area is that if you then say so oh um sorry i think you i think you i think they were here before me and then they order 15 different cocktails yeah so there are there's things we need to iron out here my heads are in my hands <laughs> but i think i think just proper proper ticket system yeah i think lovely yeah it's also 
during COVID, you had the, the order from your table and it brings a table, which wasn't, I wasn't a massive fan of that. I, I like going to the bar. Yeah. Um, but that'd be a nice halfway house, the ticket system, I think. Yeah, because you, you get to go, yeah, you get You're to go. You're not going to disappear for and, ages. But also but, you can you can take your ticket and stand at the bar yeah. if you want, you yeah. know? Yeah. There's, there's lots of agency within this. Mm. When I was in Barcelona this summer, I had to go and buy tickets to get to Mercia. So I went, I mean, a lot of detail here, it's unnecessary. <laughs> but there they had a ticket system. But when you went to get your ticket, they had like a computer screen and you tapped on it, whether you were wanting to travel internationally, whether it was for the same day travel, whether it was next day. So there were different things. Mm. And it then sent you to different windows depending oh, on this. Oh, lovely. I wonder if we can incorporate this what are you buying? Are you buying loads of cocktails or just one pint for yourself? And then they can send you to a priority bar. Is bar that staff. called triage? <laughs> I think tri- a triage it, system. What, like when you go to the hospital? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Because it's in, in order of uh, need. or Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, triage. Be, yeah. Triage system at the pub, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Good name for the pub, the triage. We need to get onto this, get this Ooh. patented or whatever you do yeah. with Ooh. things. Oh, I like that. This is good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, lovely stuff. The so the bar. So we're barring freeform cues. Freeform right, yeah, cues. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting okay. it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Just needed to bring it back to yeah. the format. Just yeah. yeah. In my, in my, <laughs> Thank you. In my role the as strict. evidently disappointing podcasters. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I feel really under pressure. So you will not be having a, a good relationship with in her ears in the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chloe, you're, you're taking your show, if you can't say anything nice, on tour. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is there a concept for the show? Is it, is, it, is it got a concept or is it just a free form? It's about anger and kind of links into stuff that we've been talking about around... Um, people queuing and stuff like that like i have a very acute sense of like injustice over petty things and stuff like someone getting in front of me in a queue really riles me up and i've been trying to sort of examine my anger and when it's useful and when it sort of goes beyond (laughs) useful into something that's a bit like um just ruins my day so it's all it's all about um anger and uh, a sort of um fun gentle look at at why we as a nation are quite angry and that sort of stuff and yeah i've really i've performed it in the edinburgh fringe loved performing it had such a good time and i'm so excited to take it on tour well perhaps you were going what ones are you most looking forward to i know you've got loads of dates it's for a while isn't it you're doing a bit this year and a bit this year yeah so a bit 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 this year bit next year um so i'm starting at the soho theater which is always so fun mm. in london that yes, kind I'll of get my tickets for that oh Damn great really. yes that would be so nice yeah, yeah, please yeah. come along um, not coming to Norwich though. I didn't see him. I did Norwich last year. Never yeah. again. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I actually really like Norwich. We just couldn't get a date uh, sorted. Yeah. Um, I can I can leave Norwich. It's fine. Um, um, but so I'm excited about. I'm also doing um, City Varieties in Leeds, which is like this amazing. Have you been there? No. It's this like sort of. It looks like a like old music hall or something like that, and it's amazing. So that's the one I'm most buzzing about doing actually because i think it will be the biggest solo show i've done um and the, the, the audiences in leeds are always so up for it and such a, a laugh so that one will be good what makes a good venue for comedy um low ceiling ish good acoustics um and if it's a bigger room like somewhere that, that that feels kind of personal as well so you've you've always got like 
um, people that you can perform to that you feel like you're kind of talking directly at. It's nice not to have to um, kind of uh, perform to like a homogenous mass. Mm. Yeah, it's nice to be able to pick out a few people. And if people want to go, where should they head to for tickets? ChloePets.org. All of the dates are there. I, it is pretty extensive, so there hopefully will be some some gig that you can come to in a place near you, even if it's not Norwich. I will come to the show theatre. <laughs> Fantastic. Drink up, please. It's time. Okay, now we're on to the final bit, uh, Chloe, where we name your pub. What would you like to be calling this wonderful, terrific venue? I actually didn't have a name prepped. Um, and I think throughout the podcast, the only thing that we can call it is the power of the jinx. <laughs> yeah there might be some confusion over the famous incel podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might you might attract the wrong clientele um, as well but yeah but yeah, pop, yeah pop them in the politics room yeah round them up report <laughs> report them to the police that's that's my uh that's, that's my social duty that's a fabulous <laughs> choice before you go um back to the other realm uh dan what is chloe taking with her to dream in her dream pub yes yeah, so a dream pub uh on draft is neck oil and the number 12 at a pub that we're not going to mention in edinburgh and it's a kind of sour beer bottles and cans uh milk stout and tiny rebel pineapple ipa uh spirits a g&t no specific oh no we you, you thought maybe the japanese the Roku, 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 one, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh and a vodka martini um, you've accepted listener Alex's suggestion of a politics room. Anyone who talks politics will be dumped in the politics room. Your jukebox choice was Kate Bush, Hounds of, of Love. Your drinking time uh, was a beautiful story of a trip to Munich with Ryan to see Future Islands and having a, a lager that had been aged in a barrel of cherry wood. Um, you've barred freeform cues and the name of the pub is Power. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on it's been an absolutely fantastic time I've had a great time I think it's a great pub I think you've been a great guest what would I know I'm just a straight white male <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me it's been an absolute pleasure and you guys are doing a fantastic job of a fantastic podcast deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.